Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. And now a word from our sponsors. Yes, we got sponsors. First up, Foo Wax. The best wax in the game. This stuff is so sticky and grippy, you'll never slip off your stick again. Ever. Ever. Again. So go to your local surf shop. And, and make sure they carry it. And if they don't, demand it. Demand it. You'll be stoked. Try it out. Our next sponsor, Bonsai Bowls. Oh. I know a lot of our listeners have, have had one of these. And if they haven't, they're going to now. They're missing out. They're missing out. It's a healthy, delicious, amazing, fresh acai bowl with tons of fruit and organic like ingredients. They've got five locations in Southern California. From Huntington to San Clemente and all in between. Two in Hawaii. Two in Hawaii for that, those on the North Shore. And, um, you know, come support these guys. They have amazing Asahi bowls and they support the West Coast board riders and a lot of the surf events up and down the coast. And they've made it a lot easier With to get them. They've got their own app now. That's right. Go to your app store and download Bonsai Bowl app and you can pre-order, prepay, and just go pick up. Cut cut through the line. And for our listeners of the Late Night with Chalky podcast, you're going to get 15 off your next bowl. A 15% discount off yes. Bonsai Bowls. That's insane. Um, so make sure to mention the Late Night with Chalky podcast and you get 15% off That's at right. Bonsai Bowls. And one of our other favorite restaurants, oh, Caliente, Caliente OC. Caliente Southwest.com. They offer healthy Mexican style food with local uh, organic ingredients. Family owned. Family owned. Their phone number is 949-515-0909. And our listeners get 15% off there as well. Yeah. So mention Late Night with Chalky Podcast and get 15% off at Caliente OC. And both these guys are great at catering events. So you could use them for a shop event, corporate event, birthday event, wedding, all of the above. They love to party. And last but not least, we are super stoked to welcome Olo Clip as a new sponsor of the Late Night with Chalky podcast. What is Oloclip? Uh, they make the original mobile lens system for your phone. So these can make clips that hold the lenses, the cases that are designed to make it really easy to get the clip on the phone. So check them out at oloclip.com. And for all the Late Night with Chalky podcast listeners, they get 10% off. Uh, that's, that's huge. Huge. So at checkout, the code is SURF10, that's S-U-R-F, the number 10, and you get 10% off Oloclip. And you guys got to check check out our Instagram. We're going to be posting pictures with these wide, in, wide lens uh, angles, uh, fish eye, all kinds of cool like photo options with your phone. And for you uh, rich dudes out there, like late night, they do make cl- uh, <laughs> lenses for iPhone 11s. What? What? Epic. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you. So funny. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, 
Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Welcome. Welcome, you guys. We got some extraordinary guests today. And um, let's his just... name is Jay Larson. <laughs> and uh, my good friend, uh, Lyndon Chalky Cabellion over here. Yeah, Late Night Larson. So it's uh, March 31st. And we wanted to just uh, catch up with everyone or let you catch up with us and talk about all our, what we're all dealing with, this crappy thing. Yeah, I know this COVID-19 uh, has put a, a, a wrench in our work, our personal life, and our podcast life. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. So it's not going to let us, this is not going to bring us down. We know this is all going to work out. This is all going to be over soon. Um, keep it positive. We, uh, we've got a lot of guests lined up. We're just trying to figure out how to best record FaceTime, Skype. So keeping our social distancing, Lyndon. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you, uh, if anyone out there that listens to the podcast has, uh, really good suggestions. Thank you, John Meek for, uh, getting on the phone and emailing me your suggestions, but if there's anyone that's out there that uh, is is savvy like John, you know, the more yeah. advice we get, the better. Yeah, because we, you know, we like to obviously socialize up close and personal, you know, but we can't. Right we can't now. right now. Yeah, it's kind of which is bullshit. Which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, but you know, we're we know everybody's being affected by this, not just us, and and we're here on our podcast just kind of talk about what like like Lyndon said, what we're up to and what we're up against and. Keep it positive and, you know, try to um, get through this the best we can. Yeah. But um, just to keep you guys on the hook, you know, we've got amazing guests lined up. Uh, we, we're going to have Randy Hild, and he's uh, one of the guys that was at the forefront of uh, Roxy. And he's also been gracious enough, and he's going to loop in, you know, hook up Lisa Anderson with us yes. we had it scheduled for a couple fridays ago but that's when uh this whole thing came kind of crashing down but we have them uh on board so they're going to be on the show pretty soon we're also going to have troy eckert troy eckert yeah when the founders, founders of, of uh volcom. and before way before volcom the kid was on webster yeah i don't know if you, you guys are old enough to remember webster but he was one of the kids that was uh, on the show when he was a grom. So we're looking forward to hear that story. Uh, who else do we have? Well, we've been trying to get Bud Lamas on for a long time. Oh, dude, we're going to have Bud Lamas. Yeah. And 17th Street here in Huntington Beach. Yeah, and we've just been trying to choreograph a, a time. It's going to happen. Uh, now I'm PM Tenori. P.M. Tenori, yeah. founder of Ruka. Founder of Ruka. Yeah. He's going to be on the show. He's been uh, he's been busy. He's a busy man. And, and we're trying to work out our schedules on that. Yeah. And yeah. this one guy, I forget his last name, but his name is Bo. And he was a guy on Point Break. What? <laughs> Bo Bridges? No, I'm just Not kidding. Bo Bridges, but Bo something. I think it's Bo... Gosh, I forget his last name. But anyway, somebody super cool and popular. He, he actually really surfs. Nice. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. He surfs well. Uh, he's uh, actually part of the Cabana Club. Sick. Yeah, so you've probably met him before and just didn't recognize him. Probably. Yeah. I'm good like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Larson, what have you been up to, bro? Yeah, it's been... Uh, it's how have you been occupying, you and the fam? What have you guys been doing? It's been uh, It's been busy with these kids home from school. You know, we got three, you know, high school and a fifth grader and preschool. And they're all shut down, obviously. But um, JJ's got... Um, He's got his Chromebook, and he's been on uh, the school tutoring every day. Um, high school, Lilia Edison. There's absolutely no no work. They're still trying to figure out how to how to get. Wow. Yeah, education. Um, Back out, up and running. Out. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Elementary schools are on it. Are on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, little Duke. He's a preschool, so he's uh, they're closed, and he's just running amok. But. Um, <laughs> We've been keeping our social distancing and just running the streets. Yeah, we've been uh, playing a lot of family like board games and doing puzzles at night and on the weekends. And I've been doing a uh, garage project and just trying to stay busy doing house stuff. Dude, I am the king of garage projects right now. What do you got going? I took all the hazardous paints, aerosol cans, all that shit. Yeah. Paint thinner, took it to Rainbow Disposal. Nice. Got rid of that. Yeah. And then organized the garage, put up the punching bag. Yeah. So now I'm Whoa, doing... you hear that, you guys? Punching bag. Dude. When, better, when not this, burn, better not burn Linden out in the water. this is all over, dude, I'm going to be cut up. You really? I'm going to be fit as a fiddle. Whoa, I'm okay. Gonna be, I'm going to be fighting weight, bro. But we should do the 30-day then, you know? 30-day what? Photo before and after. I don't believe in this. <laughs> you got 30 days to Photoshop that bitch. <laughs> Shit, it's going to be another 30 days. <clears throat> I know, it's crazy. So, this is a crazy thing that's never happened before in our lifetime. No, and... Like, I mean, 9-11 was kind of the closest thing, but that lasted for, like, what, a month? Like, the, that feeling of, like, helplessness? yeah. And this is just like the weirdest thing. The thing that really bums me out about it is like it's it's taking away some of our kids' childhood. You know? Yeah, and I and, get, I, it, and I know like my kids are stoked. That's not a bat. I'm sure your guys' kids are out there. Uh, mine are really stoked. They're not at school, but 
But they do miss the socializing and meeting up with their friends. Um, Dude. They miss the sports. Yeah. You know, all their... Your kids are swim freaking team water polo. Yeah, all the, all the sports teams from jiu-jitsu to water polo to swimming. Everything's closed and... So heavy. You know, and, um, I mean... And we're all going through this. We know this. Um, my kids, <clears throat> Evie's a... She's a dancer. I mean, she was going to dance every single day. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, you know, everything's done through the computer now. Yeah. Like, Evie's done uh, piano lessons via Zoom. Yeah. Kids, yeah, and Evie's class. We're pretty fortunate with the technology yeah. today to be able to still get in front of people on the screen yeah. and, and have those face-to-face. What's, what's crazy is, though, I, I, looked, I saw something on, on Instagram, you know, Jerry's News. Zoom's being sued for sharing... For sharing uh, customer information with Facebook. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if it's fake news, but it was on Jerry's News. I don't know. So there's all kinds of craziness. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a time to reset and um, you know get some of those projects done at home that you never did. You know, yeah. unfortunately, we if we would have had better planning, you know, like you knew this was going to come, you could have scheduled stuff yeah. a little bit better. It's yeah. kind of like, it, are we going to go back to work tomorrow or next week and yeah. Now I feel like we're definitely kind of we're we're in the know of like okay this is we're hunkered down for a little while. Yeah. Till April thirtieth or thirty first. I mean that's what they're saying. Yeah. It's crazy. I um, mean, I did something really stupid. Uh, I kicked. I was playing soccer with my grom with Emmy. She loves to play soccer. We bought her a soccer net. Uh, we placed the soccer net in front of our bedroom window, the front window. And Emmy said, kick it from the street. And I kicked it as hard as I could and broke our front window. <laughs> luckily, oh my. luckily it's a double pane window. It didn't break both planes? didn't break. Wow. Broke. It just broke the front. The wow, front you part. got a weak kick, bro. Bro, come on. <laughs> I was kicking from the street. Emmy said, kick it the hardest you can? Yeah. <laughs> but thank God, dude, is, uh, you know, yeah. we didn't have to cardboard it or board it up. Yeah. But it's a uh, it's a pretty penny to, to fix it. Yeah, it's um, it's been fun to kind of just you know hunker down a little bit. But yeah. I mean, everybody's getting that cabin fever. I feel like. Oh my gosh! We've yeah. been going on bike rides. We've been actually surfing. I know a lot of you guys are anti-surf out there and so you know being outside. But as long as you're six feet apart, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So Sorry to say this, but I have been surfing every day. Yeah. So. Until they hate us, hate us. Until they uh, shut it down, I'm going to surf as much as I can, at least once a day. Yeah. Because once it's over, then oh, yeah, I'm going to cry a little bit. Well, they're saying the vitamin D and lots of vitamin C is good for you for your immunity and immune system. So yeah. I'm getting my D, dude. So Tori Meister. Yeah. He posted that garlic balm. Oh yeah, did you make it? Oh, dude, I've been making it. I've made it like Hot three tea? or four times. Yeah. yeah. Ginger, garlic, honey, garlic, and honey, and lemon. Yeah, bro, I've been making it for the girls too. Yeah, they 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 were telling me not to put the garlic in before, but then I snuck it in this morning. So, yeah. hopefully, uh, that keeps us healthy. Yeah, yeah, That's but cool. it's it, with the honey. It's like yeah, it's delicious. Honey and lemon in there. Thank yeah. you, Tori Meister. I know. I saw that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been going on freaking crazy bike rides every day and yeah. just trying to stay, you know, 
healthy and loose and and yeah. not get get on each other's nerves. But it's been hard. What about uh, retail? I mean, this is our livelihood. And just like, I mean, many industries, whether it's restaurant or service industry or Uber, you know, like you name it, bar. I mean, it's... Uber's still running, right? I would assume so. I I was with uh, Evie on a bike ride yesterday and I saw someone get picked up and I'm like, and then it, and then I kind of thought about like, whoa, that's an Uber driver. So I think they're still out there. But I'm just saying like... Have you guys been doing... Yeah. Have you been doing uh, takeout from restaurants? Uh, I think we've done it twice in the last like... Oh, uh, we're so bad. Like, I mean... It's, we're spending it's all good. our money. It's good, to, <laughs> it's, it's good to support your local restaurants by getting those takeout orders. But um, yeah, we've really... Maybe three times, I think. Yeah, right. that I can remember. We've done Mama's a couple times. We did Mama's once. It's that <laughs> local uh, restaurant, you guys. It's good. Because uh, the kids eat free. Arisai? We we <laughs> we did we need to do that. We did Mossimos. We did see. Uh, That's very generous of you guys. <laughs> we did three monkeys. We did L and L Hawaiian barbecue. We did uh, Pete's, dude. Wow. So we did social distancing dinner uh, with the bottom insurers. Yeah. We we ordered. We sat in the in the on on Fifth Street and pulled the cars backwards and had uh, to go had to go in the back of our cars. Nice, drank some beers. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Got to get creative, you know. But um, supporting those restaurants is, I think, crucial. Um, just I know nobody wants to go out and get contaminated, but I feel like you know. Yeah, and hats off to everyone that. You know, our surf shops that are trying to make it happen, trying to stay positive and doing what they can on, on their Instagram accounts and yeah, you guys, promoting business. There's and, a lot of shops that are open that are doing free delivery, um, doing door service, and meaning like you could order from them, call them up, see if they have it in stock in your size, and they'll hold it at the door for you letting one person in one person out type yeah. of like situation. I mean, everybody's doing a little, little bit different, but yeah. um, it's great to see that they're still trying to create some revenue and, and keep a couple people in the shop. I mean, I saw Instagram and Surfside was redoing all their like skate counters or hardware counters and yeah. gave them a chance. Joe to... with no shirt on is a scary vision. Yeah. Nice Holy tan lines, but, but um, I mean, there's a, there's people that are taking advantage of, of the downtime and, and turning it into a positive. So, I mean, that's what we're here for. We're just trying to encourage everybody to get outdoors when you can, you know. Support um, your local retailers. Support your local retailers, your local restaurants. And, um, you know, like me and Lyndon are... What up, Duke? We got little Duke here. Duke, you want to come say hi to everybody? I can't um, hear you. I gotta, I gotta wait for JJ to call me on it. He wants my phone, like most kids. Your iPad's charging. <laughs> yeah, not happy. We gotta limit the uh, electronics these days. Speaking of electronics, have you been binge watching anything yet? Um, not really. We've been not really. Not right. really. So, I watched 
I don't know what season it is. Ozark. Oh, so, well... Bro. So I've watched... Some of Ozark? No, I've watched it, and then I, like... when Ozark. They, yeah, two, okay. two, like the first two seasons, and then I saw season three come out, and then I told Farah because I was watching it on the road. I'm like, oh, she's... It's kind of that Breaking Bad, kind of, not gory, but it's kind of a, heavy. you know, dra- hard, heavy hard drama. Hard drama, yeah. And I told her, I'm all, hey, this is really good. And it's insane. I, so I got her into it, and we've watched. I rewatched season one about six or seven episodes, and she's somewhat into it. Yeah, you know. But I already know the first two seasons, but I'm, I forgot a couple things, and now the third season, I'm waiting like to get on it. But yeah, that's a, that's an epic. I finished show. season. Is it season three? Mm-hmm. I finished it last night. Don't tell me anything. I won't tell you anything, yeah. but it's insane. Bananas. I love it. It's fucking bananas, and. Everyone's been talking about uh, Tiger King. Oh my god! <laughs> Farrah Fer- thought it was like a spoof, like a fa- like it was just some sort of like internet internet spoof. It's, it's a real real deal. It's real. I started watching it last night. I, we, we, I watched the second or third. I've watched two or three episodes. Yeah. So we just uh, we just been watching a lot of family movies. I mean, we by the time those adult shows come around late i've been i haven't been able to like stay up yeah but we've been we have yeah this whole we have we have disney plus or whatever and we've been doing a lot of family movies this uh ever since this happened my sleep pattern has just been jacked jacked because you know you don't have to get up early i used to uh i used to get up at like 5 30 6 o'clock every morning yeah now it's seven and now it's like seven yeah. And sometimes 7.30, I'm just like, what the hell? And your, it's weird. Your, your text messages usually wake me up at 7. <laughs> and when I, when I look out the Why window... Why is he texting me so early? When I look out the window, I can't tell what time it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like light and dark at the same time. Yeah. You only text me at 7 if it's like the waves are good and we're going surfing, dude. Come on. I know. I know. No, I'm just kidding. I don't mind. I'm usually up, but it's been tough. So... Lately, I've been texting you and the boys clips of the second love of our lives, ping pong. Oh. <laughs> Bro. Can, can we not play ping pong? I don't know, You're man. You're six feet apart. Well, if we wear gloves, I'm the sure. Ball. Wait, yeah. So one of us has to clean out. I could probably clean out the garage where, you know, I could clean out the garage and have the boys come over because... The, the ping pong table's big enough, long enough to yeah. where it's easily six feet apart. Yeah. And if we wear gloves, yeah, we could play indoor ping pong in the garage. Yep. I'm in. We got we to gotta start making that happen. I'm in. Because I am so Itching. fired up. That one rally with the behind the back. Oh <laughs> my God. You guys, we're, we're huge fans of ping pong, and there's this clip, and they, they slam it for about a five minutes straight. It's like, called, it, The clip that I, I, I grabbed off the internet is called The Best Point Ever, and it it shows so many... This rally had 20 or 30 hits yeah. before the guy finally won the point. 20 or 30, dude, maybe 60. It wasn't that crazy. It seemed like it. But it was... Fucking insane. Guys were like 10 feet behind the table. Yeah. And for you listeners, like ping pong is life. Ping pong is up there with surfing. Like golf is stupid. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) 
Just because we suck at it. We suck at golf, so screw golf. Yeah. Ping pong. Yeah. That's the man, s- man sport. That's a man sport. <laughs> hey, keep too light on your Machado toes. Machado plays it. Whoa. Right? He is. Slater plays it. Everybody plays I it. I challenged Slater at the last time I was at Surf Ranch. Yeah. And he said, no, I'm going to take it easy. Yeah. He's scared. He didn't yeah. want to roll his, la- his yeah. ankle. Sorry, Slater. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good workout. I mean, it's good for the mind, the, the quickness, and keep you agile. You know, I'm all about it. Dude. And it's mind over, you know. And you know what's player. funny? Like, I was watching, I've been, I mean. It's a chess match. I've been watching a ton of clips. ping pong clips. And uh, I was like, who's the best freaking ping pong player out there, right? Yeah. And automatically you think it's a Chinese dude. No, it's like a German or a Norwegian. It's, I don't know. I yeah. don't know because I, I've been watching a bunch of them. Yeah. And there's a, a, a German guy named Tim Bull yeah. who's really good. But then there's a, a Shu Xin from China and then a Ma Long from China and then a Niwa from Japan yeah. and a French guy, another French guy. So I'm, I'm. It, it's pretty cool to see how multicultural yeah. ping pong is it's like surfing right yeah. it's like multicultural well we've been riding around our bikes in the neighborhood and you know everybody has a garage open because they're yeah. doing what we're doing trying yeah. to clear out shit yeah and i saw like at least six houses with ping pong tables in their garage really yeah just in our neighborhood like going That's around cool. i was like wow, they probably right? suck though well they they probably <laughs> bought it and used it once i should just cruise around with my paddle huh like yeah size everybody up like oh you guys play yeah. <laughs> yeah. Challenge him to a duel. Hmm. But we'd love to hear um we'd love to hear from you listeners on our Instagram just about like what you guys have been doing to fill your time, like what kind of hobbies or, or sports or activities. Or what you do with pesky kids what like do you do Duke with... Larson. Yeah. What do, what do you do with pesky kids like Duke Larson? Hey Duke, say hi to the microphone. Hi. Louder. That's it? Hi. Hi. Say, my name is Duke Larson. Say, I am a... Am a skateboarder? A surfer? Hey. What are you? A brat? You're not a brat. Hey, beat it, bro. We're we're busy. (laughs) That's how I talk to my kids. I love you, bro. (laughs) I love you, little man. Hey, those are glued on. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it later. He's really into coins, you guys. Um, he got a metal detector, so we would go down to the beach and doing some um, some treasure Duke hunting. Duke got a metal detector? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, we've been doing some treasure hunting, which is a bit of If you a find activity. a cool wedding ring, give it to me, okay? Because <laughs> uh, I, only, I only wear the, the plastic ones. Yeah. The Quelos. <laughs> but uh, we, we've done a... Um, a thousand piece puzzle, a seven hundred and fifty piece puzzle, and we have a another seven hundred and fifty piece that or no, it's a thousand. Wow. That we're just about to finish. Yeah. The, the girls have uh, been doing puzzles and also doing a lot of Lego stuff. Yeah. yeah. My wife, April, you know, she's a elementary school teacher. She works for Newport Elementary. She uh Dude, she's busy. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy how how much she's ha- has to like kind of relearn how to teach in this uh, new situation. You know, 
Yeah. With Zoom and like, uh, she's driving me crazy because she's she's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been working. I I mean, I've been working behind the computer, just trying to figure out who's open. Meaning, like, who's doing at least some deliveries, who's doing online, yeah. maybe who wasn't doing online that's trying to do some, you know, Instagram or Facebook business, right. and right. who could take orders, who can't, just order management. Yeah. It's been um, it's been stressful just watching orders get canceled, canceled. and pushed out, and, yeah. you know, right, rightful so, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. there's nobody in the shops, and they got their livelihood, and it's been... Uh, it's been hard to stay, you know, positive. Yeah. But you know, we're all in this together. I mean, it's it's just one of those things where nobody planned for this. Nobody has gone through this before. So yeah. it's like, what do you, what do you do? Yeah. What What do you do? You just hope for the best and yeah. take every punch and roll roll with it. You know. Yeah. But I feel like at the end of the day, once once we've learned from you know. A pandemic like this yeah. at this scale that you know I feel like nothing in the immediate future but long term will will bring a lot for production back to the US and not have to rely on other countries I feel like there'll be a lot a little bit more self-sufficient and self-contained because a lot of stuff a lot of resources that yeah. we need aren't from here and now we're seeing big delays and stuff so I, yeah I feel like you know um, hopefully that you know, people running this country, you know, will will help, you know, facilitate and, and bring some of that business back. Yeah. Pharmaceuticals to medical, you know, gear yeah. to you know, manufacturing. Yeah. Manufacturing, yeah. Man, you know, all of that. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a crazy, you know, crazy times for sure. But at the end of the day. Yeah. I, do you, do healthy. you listen or watch the news a lot? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have a, a subjective viewing, meaning I, I don't, I don't believe everything I hear on there. You For know, sure. I do my due diligence and try to look from a few different resources, you know, like I've source. given up on news. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. And, um, it's, I mean, there's a lot of this inconsistent, misleading, you know, info out there. Yeah. And there's a lot of scare tactics and, and, and negativity, you yeah. know? So if you're watching news and you're just feeling negative, then maybe change your channel or, or find find something else. Yeah. I mean, with the social media, I mean, you could, and just the web, you could find a lot of stuff out yourself. Yeah. You don't have to rely on some sort of news channel that is feeding you their narrative, you know? Like, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Whatever side of the spectrum you're on, I mean whatever your beliefs are. I mean, we have a lot of friends that are first responders and, you know, What's... they're telling us how gnarly it is, but at the same mm -hmm. time, they're the ones that are out socializing with us, meeting up and having, you know, drinks in the front yard at our six foot distance, you yeah. know? Yeah. But they're, they're not in a hysteric, they're not in a panic. Yeah. They said, Hey, you know, resources are getting stretched and it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be hard at times, but you know, even talking to my daughter, who's a teenager drives, she's, you know, she's in her own little, you know, teenage bubble. They're, they're respecting what, what they've been told. Yeah. But the friends she's hanging out with, I'm like, Oh, you know, where's so-and-so where's so-and-so. Oh, 
their parents aren't letting them out of the house. Wow. Like, I'm like, lockdown. I'm like, ooh, wow. Um, and we've kind of had to sit down of like, hey, you know, make sure you guys are washing your hands and, you know, don't swap sodas and make sure you're staying away. And they've been respecting that, but they've been out busy and running and going to the beach and swimming and doing all kinds of stuff. But the two friends that she's been hanging out the most, both dads are firemen. One mom's a nurse. The other one, like, works for, like, um, like the... Um, not the police department, but the 911 dispatch like hmm. department that knows everything that goes on and facilitates all of that kind yeah. of resources together. And yeah. They're the ones that are the most open and out there, yeah. you know, yeah. which is like, they kind of comforting to it's see. It's kind of comforting, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it also gives you like, they're, if, if these are the people that are getting probably more information because they're on the front lines and they're yeah. in that, you know, respected field of you know first responders right right why you know you know yeah even, totally. I, I was expecting to be the opposite oh man they, yeah. these, these people are gonna probably you know freak out clamp down no yeah so i don't That's know good. i'm getting a lot of mixed i'm sure everybody's getting a lot of mixed signals and emotions yeah. and like different data you know but yeah. whatever i mean stay healthy and you're good yep do your garlic Bombs. Do your garlic bombs. <laughs> uh, we've been doing a lot of um, vitamin C. My wife's got this uh, vitamin C concoction. It's pretty good. I don't know. I just take uh, this. Okay. A vitamin C. What is, what's in it? What do you, how, does she have to prepare it? What does she have to yeah, do? Yeah. Um, actually, her brother made it, and it's, it's in a liquid. It's in a liquid form, and I wish I knew because I... I I don't know all the terminology of what this. You stuff take is. it anally? Yeah. Um, we suppress. Uh, no. Uh, it's it's in a liquid form, but there there's something added to it to where your body absorbs the vitamin C more efficiently. Yeah. So there's a, a compound. There's like an element to it that makes it um, helps your body absorb it at like a better rate. Okay. So they say what you you know most of the vitamin C bottom the shelves, you don't get the, you know. All, all of the nutrients out of it that you should. Yeah. So it's just something to do with how to, how to break it down in Got a it. different form. I don't know this stuff. I'm just, just... My wife tells it. me to drink it. I said, okay, it could be killing me. I don't even know. She could be like... Poisoning you? <laughs> Coronavirus did it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he just passed out and I was dead. I don't know. Right. No, but... Um, I mean, other than that, I mean... Yeah. Focus on some house projects. Focus on your family. Focus on the downtime. So, late night Larson. Yeah. Now that we have you and you alone. Whoa. Put me on the spot. Yeah. yeah like, you know, like, I don't think we've really, we've heard tidbits of, of, of your professional, yeah. professional surfing career. Thanks, bud. Right? Let's talk about Jay Late Night Larson. Thanks for the, the, the post the other day. You like that? Yeah. Hit and run. That was a good one. That was a good one. So, do you know exactly how many movies you were in from the Momentum Generation? I have no idea, but cleaning out my garage, I found probably six boxes of amateur trophies that sick that I started uh, showing off to kids. And um, it's just boxes of not plastic. I thought you were going to say videos. I, I'm going to get there. Okay. I can't take it off right now. Oh. 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 
Duke just got dragged out of the Pentagon. Octagon. So you found... It's fine, dude. My kid. My five-year-old doesn't want to listen. He's intensity, intensity. Yeah. I wonder who he takes after. I know. <laughs> yeah, poor kid. Anyways, I was going back to clean up the garage and the... Um, I found all these boxes. I knew I had them somewhere. And uh, I took all these amateur trophies and I'm just removing the the placement plaque or, um, you know, the little like yeah placement. First place, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because yeah. you get these big trophies, but it's just that little, you know, bottom piece. You're Anyways, taking them off? Yeah. I'm just going to, because I'm going to just get rid of all the trophies. I mean, what am I going to do with all this plastic? So I'm just going to take the little nameplates off. And then, like, frame, put in a little, like, frame or something for the kid's room. But, uh, just kind of, like, yeah, just consolidate. But, um, going back to movies, I have a box of VHS tapes, if you can believe it, back in the, uh, the olden days. Gosh, dude, you're old. I know. (laughs) And, uh, I found a lot of good Did you find black and white? I found Kelly Slater black, black and white? white. No, there was only one copy, and that's gone. Oh gosh, I don't think it's existed. So you found Kelly Slater black and white? Yeah. Wow. I found, I found that one and a bunch of um, bunch of surf movies over the '90s and DVDs. I'm okay. Sure yeah. Let's talk about all the videos you were in. You were in Cheap and Deep. Yep. Was that the first one you were ever in? I don't even know the order. Good times, cheap and deep. Dude, you don't even what know the now? order. I, Come on. Loose change, hit and run. Bro, cheap and deep is when you rode for Quicksilver. So that was like one of your very first ones. Quicksilver movie. Was that a Quicksilver movie? Are you know. being serious right now? I am. Larson is older than you think because he's forgetting everything. Cheap and deep was a Quicksilver movie. Yeah. Right. You know what? I was just in... Costa Rica a couple months ago, and I met up with Tony Roberts, TR. Nice. And he was a filmer for that movie. For Cheap and Deep? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's killer. And we were reminiscing about a uh, Cabo trip with uh, the Quicksilver guys. And it was... Uh, who who was on that trip for Cheap and Deep? Well, you probably don't, won't remember, right? Well, we did a couple different... Stupid. We did no, a couple different... Kidding. No, I just don't know the order of the movies, but Cheap and Deep, yeah. So that was... Um, that was when you were like 17, 18 years old. Yeah. 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 And it was Pat Moss from San Diego. It was me from like Orange County area. And then they they brought in Julian Sacon and I think Josh Mulcoy from up from Santa Cruz. As like the the Groms. Okay. And then Doug Silva was kind of a chaperone. (laughs) And um, Robbie Todd. And um, uh, this other guy, Chris, I forget. I'm so bad at names. Scurb, Scurb. Anyways, he was another Quicksilver, like, team manager. Hmm. And, yeah, we went down to Cabo for a week and tried to do some some wetsuit ads and photos and film for the for the movie. We didn't get very good waves. Yeah. Pretty junky. But uh, it was a great experience. Do you, do you think that was the first video, like, proper surf video you were in? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. As far as, like, you know... Uh, a Quicksilver, yeah, like a company Steel, movie, like, yeah. like a surf brand movie, yeah, or surf company movie for sure. Okay, yeah, 
do you remember what your second video or other videos? Um, I was filming a lot with the um, with um, Kenworthy and Ryan Dival, Jason Kenworthy, Ryan Dival, mm-hmm. and they they were doing the Lost movies. But Voluptuous. They, yeah, and then they kind of, you know, branched out. Yeah. And did their their own. Yeah. And the Lost uh, continued, you know. So there I, there was a group of time where there was a lot of movies coming out from from that era. Yeah. Um. And those guys put out, yeah, Voluptuous and Voluptuous 2. It's not Voluptuous. Volump. It's Voluptuous. Volup. With a P. <laughs> With no M. No. Volup. Voluptuous. You know Volup. what Voluptuous means? Yeah, luscious, curvy, <laughs> juicy. Exactly. Exactly. Very, yeah. So I had a very juicy... Uh, you had a juicy part. I had a juicy part. Um, but yeah, that time... There was movies were like I mean a big part of the pro surfing era as well as trying to do the contest scene and yeah. qualifying and there was a tail end of the Bud Tour which turned into the Panasonic Tour or yeah. California you know PSAA Tour whatever that they kept changing but the um, yeah the movies and photos you know like going and shoot Salt Creek and meeting up with the photographers and doing little strike missions and yeah. stuff was. Talk, really cool. talk us about talk to us about working with those photographers because I know that um, Salt Creek at one time was the spot to go get photos. Fifty yeah. Fourth Street was because Fifty Fourth Street was Mike Moyer, right? Yeah, there was, was that the, before your time, kind of. No, or no he, that... he got some good shots of me. Like he actually got a really good um, shot off the pier of me, one of the mags. The Blackies or no Huntington? But, okay, but um, Newport, there he was definitely covering Newport and yeah, there's just different groups like yeah, you and know, Balzer, right? Mike Balzer. Yeah, he was up in he covered South the Manhattan yeah. South, South Bay. I watched um, just to give a plug to Alex Gray. Yeah, he's also supposed to be on the show. Yeah, but he started his own uh, YouTube uh, podcast too. Nice. Did you see that yet? No, it's pretty cool. Nice. His first one was with Greg Browning. Sick. Yeah, but um, Mike Balzer was a big uh, photographer yeah. during your time. Yep. Uh, and most of his stuff was done in in the South Bay, right? Yeah, I mean, he he did some traveling to certain uh, certain venues and certain things, but he really didn't even have to like go leave. anywhere. Yeah, go anywhere. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean. And the lighting was really good there, right? Like, uh, yeah, at Manhattan and Hermosa. Yeah, the way the, the sun, it was all closeouts, but but the the way the, the the coast angled, it was more backlit than side lit, so that just meant like better lighting, you know, yeah. at certain certain mornings and stuff. And yeah, we, we went down to San Diego. There was a group of different photographers, and you know, we would try to travel up and down the coast, and you know, based on the the winter and summer and conditions and. You know, we'd even go shoot lowers at right before dark. You get that kind of like left, you know, better for goofy footers. But yeah. you know, you try to get the left um, lighting in the left right before dark. And there's a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of like spots that maybe weren't so good, but they they provided like great good lighting. Lighting. Yeah. One big turn. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh, tell us about your first surf trip. Do you remember? Um, well, family wise or like, kind of like your young professional career or 
even like start off with your amateur? Well, we I went to Australia twice with, with the, the surf team. Beach, yeah, with the Huntington Beach High School surf team. I want to say my freshman year, my junior year. We went every other year, and um, that was awesome. You know, got mm-hmm. to meet pretty much anybody within our age group from you know fourteen to eighteen. That was the hottest of hot out of Australia. You know, and we went and stayed with all these different families and, and surf communities from Sydney to, you know, the Sunshine Coast. So a lot of the guys that we met up with and hung out with, we ended up seeing on tour, on the QS tour, just a couple of years later, which was fun, fun to see. Yeah. But yeah, I did a couple of trips with that. I did a couple of family trips to, you know, Hawaii when we were young. And then um, she, I don't, I don't know, I think my first, one of my first, overseas contest might have been either costa rica or peru oh wow yeah and japan um but yeah i mean as soon as high school ended not even high school like senior year it was pretty much the the psaa which was the old bud tour and that was a you know like a nine or ten event california event there was like an, an event on the east coast and usually one or two in hawaii and then just trying to build enough points to get into the triple crown throughout selective events and yeah there's a lot of contests all over i kept a, a good good record a few years of which contests i did i have it on a sheet somewhere be interesting 33rd equal 33rd uh, equal 40, 48 uh equal 25th hey i got the single digits linden no well i remember you you uh calling from japan yeah what what contest was that again it was it was in Nijima Pro Japan had a few different events throughout their little circuit yeah and yeah and that it, was like early on early, right that yeah. was early like you're still on Quicksilver I think right yeah I want to say it was I don't even know ninety six yeah it was a long ass time Maybe. ago but yeah you it was you, my first professional win yeah yeah and. Uh, it wasn't a big a big star event, but there's a lot of good surfers there. And it was this little island in the middle. And of you snow. still have that trophy, right? Yeah, I got a couple. They gave out. The, the cool thing about that event is, you got a trophy from the the ASP, you know, which was the the, the tour. You got a con. You got a trophy from. The event the, uh, sponsor. The event sponsor, and then the island, the chief of the island. How like, sick! Because it was. You know, they had like almost like little tribes on, you know, this is a little huh. island. You could, you could bike around in like 15 minutes, dude. It was like crazy, like small. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, they had natural hot springs and stuff in the temple at the hot springs. And it was a really cool little town or that was all that it was. It was a fishing village, but they had good waves and the waves weren't that good when the contest was there, but you could see it's yeah. like white sand beaches and kind of remind me in like Natividad, it just was the island's so small that the waves just wrapped around, wow. you know? Anyways, but, um, yeah, I ended up somehow pulling off a win, and you're the first person I called. <laughs> I'm like, I got to call Lyndon. Oh, my gosh, this, he's not going to believe I don't even know what time it was. I think we're, I think I waited till like, it was morning time for you. Late, yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember. I'm like, who's this? He's like, this is I Lar. Won. I won. <laughs> I the tiger. I the tiger. <laughs> that was our pep talk. I the uh, tiger. But yeah, I mean, I was. I, I didn't win a lot of events, but. <laughs> hey, you got a lot of coverage. I did. 
and you were yeah doing enough to 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 make a name for yourself and and yeah you it, know yeah the, i mean the competitive like the competitive tour it's draining you know yeah. like it's it's emotionally draining yeah. and you know you're you know you're in different time zones and i i mean it just takes some time to adjust and feel comfortable but a lot of times you know you're flying halfway around the world to surf two foot closeouts or something yeah in crappy conditions and yeah you know you got to perform and absolutely get lucky and be an, an animal you know yeah. and sometimes it worked out and sometimes not but i i ended up doing really well in the the events that had swell where it was not so much of holding off people and, you know, doing a couple little half turns to get a score. It was more about rail surfing. And, you know, I always use J-Bay as an example. There's a trophy right there. Um, <laughs> you know, we would go to Durban, which is a, you know, similar beach break to Huntington, you know, it gets good and there's quality ways, but it was a five star, you know, Gunston 500 at the time. And then two weeks later, you're at J-Bay and it's a two star. Just because of sponsors and money and funding yeah. and stuff. And, you know, I lose early in Gunston in a five-star, which you get, you know, the points, points you know, difference is huge if you could perform in those, you know. Or I go make quarter semis finals at J-Bay and I would get no points because it was just not rated high, you yeah. know. Yeah. And that happened a lot, like all over, you know. It's yeah. kind of like, oh, But regardless, I mean, I, I really wanted to get... I just wanted to rip. Yeah. You know? And I think that's when... Well, when shoot, you, when you're you were so, young, you're traveling the world, you're getting paid to surf. But when you're, you know, when you're... You just want to rip amongst your peers and, and go yeah. somewhere in a challenging spot you've never been and be able to, like, you know, step it up and be noticed, you know? You guys went to Reunion Island? Yeah, a few times. A few times. Yeah, and they used to have contests there and so it was pretty cool. How crazy is it that they've kind of shut down surfing there, right? Well... I was mean, was it sharky like very sharky when you, when you guys were surfing yeah you saw sharks yeah and we, but because I mean I remember all those years of Reunion Island being part of you know the tour and part of everything it's a huge surfing um like area but there's no surfing there now well I think they right like I don't know exactly it's, but I it's think basically they, done like yeah. there's you never hear of it or see it or whatever. Yeah. Which is crazy because it used to be in every video. It used to be because... In every magazine. It was uncrowded and there's a lot of... It was always pumping. It was always pumping. Always yeah. pumping. Like it just stuck in the Indian Ocean. It just... The, the surge of swell just hit. Yeah. And um, yeah, we, we, we paddled out. It was one spot. We didn't know. We just kind of would cruise the coastline and be like, oh, there's a wave. Like we didn't have a guide really... We just kind of like, they tell us like, oh, there's waves over there. And Reunion Island is an island off of South Africa? Madagascar. Madagascar, okay. Well, yeah. Down there? But, more, but farther towards like um, like India, India. Okay. Like other side of Madagascar. Okay. So yeah, Reunion Island was definitely a sick place that you never even Well, it wasn't really anymore. exposed in a lot of the movies. I think... I think a rip curl might have done a trip there, like a search or something, and that's where it kind this of. is the Billabong movies and or stuff. Or Billabong, yeah, yeah maybe uh, Aki and Luke and those guys yeah. were surfing it. So yeah. they just knew there's really good surf and uncrowded. Um, but yeah, we found a bunch of waves there that, I mean, we never and it was just a great place. Yeah, yeah. Take us through all your sponsors. Back then, 
throughout. Yeah. Started what? I was Quicksilver for like, I'd say like 13, 12, 13 years old. Wow. All the way till I turned pro, I would say eight, 18, um, maybe 19. I don't know. It was, I turned pro with Quicksilver and um, wrote for them for a little, I, I would say at least a year. And then it was kind of early 90s and there, there was definitely a kind of a, a funky, you know, recession going on and it wasn't a lot of money, you know, being thrown out, especially from like Quicksilver and stuff. And, and I didn't even like, I just plan on sticking with them regardless, you know, it was just, yeah. they were such a great brand at the time. They always took care of me forever. And, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, ride it out. And I got approached by Ezekiel, which what came out of the gates kind of hot and heavy. Yeah. And they, they did some sick ads with you. Yeah. And they, you know, I was just talking amongst, you know, and that friends Benny and Pena's people. Yeah. Right, Benny right? De La Pena started with his brother and, and they were like, you know, this, you know, you could be a big fish in a little pond or a little fish in a big pond, you know, being, you know, one of many team riders at Quicksilver, or you could be our like poster child. You get every ad, you know, like it's just you. We got signed up for, you know, eight ads this next year or something like that. So I just thought of it as, you know, just branding and getting more exposure, you know. So yeah. I went with them and signed a three or four year deal with them. And rode that out and was ex and, and during that time like kind of in my eyes kind of killed it you yeah. know got cover magazines got like you know was doing well in the tour was in all the videos both on the taylor steel side and the um the kind of lost side the you know the, yeah and at the end of my contract and you wrote for japanese companies too yeah so quiver. i wrote for yeah quiver wetsuits um servant sport had a surfboard uh, company out of Japan called Dropout. I was writing for um, Pesh Surfboards, which was a shaper under that label. And um, and then, um, yeah, into my Ezekiel contract, I was expecting, you know, it to be, you know, very lucrative and, you know, still like in my prime and I don't know. I was just kind of came in. And I was like, not that like, I was kind of like, whoa, what's going on? I guess I'm not that valuable. <laughs> so I shopped again and um, got a really good contract with um, World Jungle, which was just got bought out by a licensee kind of group. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Jack Denny, you know, good old Jack. Yeah. Like, that was that. That could and have it been was, a it was, it was pretty much me and Donovan. Yeah. You know, before he jumped to like you know Billabong or whatever, it was kind of like, you know, I just remember them like, you know, same thing like, big fish in a little pond. Still had grassroots. Was still kind of that like yeah core killer people behind it, and within the year, like he ended up passing away from cancer, and they kind of like dissolve the business yeah like really quick which was like really odd yeah you know and then um still had all my other sponsors I had oakley you know for like sunglasses and then i actually went to like sanook for for a while doing sunglasses i had a bunch of just you know 
sponsors from Surfshop to Traction, the Leash to you know you yeah. name it. And then um, I ended up Who, signing. What accessories do you remember? She's pro light or not pro light. Earth for a while, and then on, on a mission was pretty much. Oh yeah. You know was the majority, which was you know owned by you know all the momentum generation guys. So. Yeah. But um. Yeah, and then um, I ended up signing a deal with with uh, Stussy um, as my my name my main sponsor, and that was epic because. They, uh, that was the best brand. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the I coolest, mean, coolest brand. Yeah, you know, and they they promoted a lot. They did, they were doing a bunch of stuff, and you know they had the surf roots going. They had the kind of like streetwear, like subculture roots going, and skate. Yeah, I kind of finished off my career with with them for the last, you know, five years. It was cool. You you lasted five years with those guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's pretty much. Most of your video footage in the momentum, a lot of Stussy, yeah, 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 Ezekiel and Stussy for sure. Um, and then, uh, and then I pretty much started at Ruka as a surfer slash surf team marketing slash in house sales slash warehouse <laughs> slash you name it <laughs> slash driver, yeah, yeah, all the above. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I don't know how we got into this whole. Larson. Episode, but. <laughs> well, this is the late night in Larson, or wait, late night Larson, with Chalky interview. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun stuff, but um, yeah, we we could dive more into um, both our histories and our ping pong passion. I mean, we talked somewhat of it, but the many hours we spent playing. And oh, dude. The servant sport days of of running. You know, I mean, you ran the. The hard goods buying, you know, I was just a, a little little shop kid. That was fun times, though. Ma- making up some hourly. Yeah, that was fun times. Yeah. Um, shoot, I think we should cut it off there. And yeah, we want we will we'll, let's let's do this next week, yeah. and we'll talk about, you know, the the tour, right? Yeah. Kind of, you know, everybody was so anxious to start off the tour. You know, the the the. Snapper Rock, and that got all postponed. The Olympics postponed. Um, And we also got a direct message from Tales from the Cobblestones. Tales from the Cobblestones. Um, He has his own podcast. Nice. And uh, we're going to try to hook up with him, but he he was preoccupied. But, you know, maybe next week we'll we'll talk with... uh, with uh mitch yeah and we're gonna try to try to figure out how to do a little zoom or fit or skype or some sort of you know social distancing uh podcast podcast yeah yeah i like it all right well stay safe out there everybody. stay safe yeah late night lar chalky signing out yep stay indoors six feet away wash those hands booyah okay Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.